When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with another episode of the Bad Good Parent Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Greaves, and I'm joined today by none other than Bill Dawes. None uh, other than Bill Dawes. I like Bill that. Bill Dawes. <laughs> the special, talented Bill Dawes, who's been acting forever. If you haven't seen oh, yeah. this guy, he was in an episode of Sex and the City, and my wife always <laughs> reminds me. She's like, Do you, what's up What's up with uh, the guy that was this? I was like, Bill, yes, I know. <laughs> you know what's so funny about the Sex and City is I I feel like I've done some interesting acting roles and I've had some some juicy parts. My part in Sex and City was the smallest role I've pretty much ever done in acting. Yeah, but it's the role that the only role that people ask about, the only role that people care about. The only people <laughs> for they years, recognize. for like a decade. Every time I did a comedy show, it was on the flyer, and I didn't want. I was like, don't put the don't put Sex and City on the flyer, please. It's embarrassing. <laughs> My part is part of blonde guy. I have like blonde four guy. lines or five lines. I'm like, please don't. But yeah, that just it just sticks. I mean, I still do get like, you know, 45 cents residuals from them. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was a very insignificant. But I don't know. It's just one of those iconic TV series. That it was. About. It was iconic. You know, it's like Sopranos. Like, you know, yeah. I'm sure people have like one line of Sopranos and they still get phone calls. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh my God, dude, was a Soprano. But it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Like I had a, a, a comic, I forget his name now, but he was in the Titanic. He was an extra on the Titanic. Yeah. But he put as a credit the Titanic. I'm like, if you're gonna put yourself Bro. in the Titanic as a credit, you realize <laughs> everyone's seen that movie, and everyone will be like, "Where? You definitely were not in that movie in a significant <laughs> way at all." At least my episode Six and City, you go, "Oh, oh that dude. guy. He was younger and cuter then." This guy, you know? I remember him. That's funny. I want to. I want to watch Titanic and look to see if I see any comics now. <laughs> like, who is this dude? I gotta find him, bro. That's. I think that people don't realize that we also can look shit up. Yeah, you're like, bro. I can. I can Google oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I don't want to get too far into it, but the amount of comics that lie about their past and their oh, credentials. Man. I'm not just talking about the Steve Renzizi who's like, I was in Tower Two when it was burning. <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, shout out to uh, Steve. <laughs> funny guy, and I and also I get it. It's pretty. It's a pretty sweet story. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there are comics who who say they have law degrees, who don't have law degrees. Comics who say I've done. The, the, I'm not shit. Like, bro, we can look that up, man. But everyone's too lazy to look it up, so they just look at people's interviews and people's press releases, which are lies, as opposed to like calling Georgetown University. Go. Did this person go here? No? <laughs> Interesting. Nope. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you guys all can look me up. I went to Ithaca College, and that's not a lie. Uh, <laughs> that's where I met my wife. So, oh, wow. Yeah, you were yeah. college sweethearts? Yeah, man. We met We met her freshman year. I was a, a year older than her, but we met her freshman year. Um, and then we didn't even get together until 04, which was my, uh, like, uh, 04, the 04, 05 year, which is I stayed for an extra year. 
and that was her senior year. So you say for extra year just to make sure she wasn't catching any other senior day. <laughs> You're like, I'm no. gonna stay in town to hold it down. I because that's when we first got together. Like we, you know, we met each other. Clearly, we're attracted, but we never like I was also with somebody at the time. So we kind of just you know did our own thing. And then senior year, I was like, no, 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 I've been interested in this girl for a while. Let me hit her up and. We hit it off, and we've been together ever since. That's crazy, man. That's oh, an amazing four. story. It's so it's so rare to hear stories oh, like that. <laughs> oh, four, dude. I I tell my friends all the time, especially comics. I'm like, I'm glad I'm not in the dating pool. Oh God, why would you be? It's in the so hard. Why would anyone want to be in the dating pool? It's so, I feel I. It's brutal. I see these people like like oh I went on a date the other day and they joke about it on stage and I'm like I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> like I don't want anyone to talk about like I was on a date with Charles Greaves. Like, no, no. Well, then don't date a comic. That's, yeah, that's they, well, yeah, yeah. That's one. Don't date a comic. But I hear the stories and I'm like oof, oof. Damn it. Yeah. Y'all went through what? Like mm-hmm. no, bro. And like the amount of people. That have dated the same people is. Sca- Are you talking about in the comedy world? In the comedy in in L.A. Period. I'm like, yeah. I run into people um, that I, you know, I was a friend that I used to work with, and like he was like, oh, you know, meet my girlfriend. He brought his girlfriend, and I'm like, bro, I know that girl. And yeah. he's like, how do you know? I'm like, she dated my other homie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's so weird. Are we allowed to cuss on the show? By the oh, way, absolutely, man. There's also the chuckle fuckers, right? Oh, yeah. The women who just sort of serially date comics. Yeah. And you see him with this guy, and then a few with this guy, you're like, oh, oh I see. You They're, like comedy. Like, if you're going to be a groupie, be a groupie to a rock star. <laughs> Don't be a groupie to a that many comic. There's only a few <laughs> rock stars. There are a ton of really good comedians. So, like, we all know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, did you, did you hook up with Also, it's weird how many comics... And obviously, you're like, I'm not going to name the name of the person that we all know, but um, who they have girls, and Steve then they have their again. they have their friends <laughs> sleep with the girls, and they they just pass them around like, hey, oh, if you sleep with my friend, God. then you can sleep with me, and stuff like that. And it's just sort of so I've never gross. understood that. I've never got that weird power dynamic of wanting like your, to pass girls, blow my friend, and then you can get to you can get to the big boss. Like, stuff like that. It's just no. very bizarre. But this is a true thing that happens. It I'm not is. making it up. You know? It's like a video game. It's like beat this board <laughs> and then you can jump to this level. It's like, oh man, like save up your strength. <laughs> Fuck, bro. That Yeah, that's crazy, man. No, I'm good, man. Didn't you just get promoted to your, your black belt not that long ago? Uh, a year and a half ago. A year sir. and a half ago. No, I I, it's man. just the first thing. I'm, it's, it's pinned on my Instagram, so it looks like it just happened. <laughs> uh, it's a big deal, man. I don't it's, know why it is, but it, it definitely it definitely feels, of all the things that I've quote-unquote accomplished in my life, it feels, I mean, obviously you have a kid that's, you just you just came in somebody and you forgot <laughs> to pull out or whatever. So that's not an accomplishment necessarily, having a child, right? right. Um Graduating college felt, it's four years, I don't know. I feel like you can graduate college. People can graduate college. I cheated a lot in college on, on tests and homework. I, <laughs> I get it. But a black belt in jiu-jitsu is hard. It's completely meritorious, and you can't really buy it. You can't fake it. And my guy is like an old-school Brazilian guy from Florianopolis, and he's, his pedigree is red belt, black belt. So he, um, So it's not a bullshit thing. There's yeah, a lot of things yeah. that you can bullshit in life and feel like it's an accomplishment. Like I have an aerospace engineering degree from Princeton. Let me tell you something. It's bullshit. It is fucking bullshit because Princeton, once you're in there, they don't want to fail you because they have a 
the highest retention rate in the Ivy League, so that's what they're proud of. So they'll give you like, oh, fuck, let's give them a, a C plus. You know what I mean? Here when you are. really should be getting an F. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I was a terrible fucking engineer. But uh, so that didn't feel like an accomplishment. Graduating, you know, grad school for acting didn't feel like an accomplishment. It's acting. But a black belt in jiu-jitsu it's means like deal, you have broken bones and, and hospital visits and injuries. And it takes, and particularly if you have a really good pedigree, it takes a good, a good decade unless you're a prodigy, which I certainly am not. Right. So okay. that feels like an accomplishment. I don't know why. What's good? I, I, I took years off of doing any martial arts and then I came back to do more jujitsu. And um, my wife was like, aren't they going to know once you get back in there that you're skilled and like you know this stuff? Because I'm like, I'm starting off as a white belt. Like, I don't, you know, whatever. And she's like, they're going to know. And I'm like, it doesn't, I was like, it trust me, when, it doesn't matter. I was like, I've been gone from this game for so long. What were you doing? What was your martial arts? I did, I did jujitsu, but oh, I did, did um, I did, like, I mainly had done Shotokan and I wrestled in box. Okay. And um, I was like, you know, my background in jujitsu was minimal in comparison to the others, but. I was like, I am skilled enough that I'll be able to hold my own. Yeah. And she's like, aren't they going to know? So I'm what like, if they know? I'm like, they're, they'll know. I was like, if I get promoted right away, fine. I said, but I'm, go- I'm in there to learn. Yeah. And um, they, they, they asked me. They were like, do you, after a couple of classes, they were like, do you want to be promoted? I was like, they're like, you have the skill. But I'm like, no, 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 no. I really want to. through the ranks, yeah. I want to like build myself back up. What's really cool about jiu-jitsu too, and a lot of people don't, I know this is completely segue for everything else, yeah, but, but what's really cool about it is because it's just every day when you're training, you are, you are experiencing uh, resistance from another human being. And if you think about that, most people go through their lives without really doing that. Never touching, an, yeah. you never, you never. So your, your ability to negotiate other people and their energy and their strength is really, and what happens is when, you get really intuitive to what, for example, if I, if I were to roll with you, let's say we, used to, we I'd be like, oh, did you wrestle? I would know right away what your pedigree yeah, yeah, yeah. was. Oh, you, you run marathons. You can, tell, you can tell literally their athletic background the first time you roll with them, just based on their flexibility, their strength, what their instincts is. You know, you'd probably like, probably turtle more than a normal jujitsu player because as a wrestler, you know? Yeah, it's hard. Like, I'm very, they love rolling with me if we're starting on our knees because they're like, on our feet, they're like, it's so hard to take you down. Like, oh, yeah, because you got the, t- 100%, yeah. They're like, you have all the sweeps from, because I also did judo a little bit. They're like, you have, mm-hmm. like, you're skilled, and they're like, and we can tell that you've done jujitsu, so you're cognizant of jujitsu style takedowns. Yeah. They're like, it's hard on your feet, but they're like, on your, on our knees, I can fuck with you. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I get it, I get it. And everything I did initially was a lot, not everything, but a lot of it, I was no gi, so. Yeah. And then I sign, let's, I'll segue with uh, parenting shit. I put my daughter in. How old is your daughter? She's 10. Okay, you just put her in? No, she was in, when did she start her? When she was seven or eight, seven? And then she just recently quit. She didn't want to do it anymore. It's hard for, I think it's hard for girls to want to do jujitsu because- you know, it's if you're into it, that's great. But I think I want to get my girl to start at three. That's my yeah. That's what I want to do. But I think it's going to be hard because I think most girls they get they start thinking about girly shit. They want like little well, ponies. Yeah, she, I wanted her to. I wanted her to be in martial arts um, and boxing. Like I wanted her to be able to protect herself. Of course, hundred percent. I, like, I was like, this is so important to me, and I emphasize that with my wife. I'm like, look, 
of all things, I was like, please just allow this. And she's like, no. She's like, I get it. She's like, you're very passionate about it. You think it's super important. I'm not going to take that away from you. Go for it. And I tried early on, but like the schools around where we were living, it was just, it wasn't working out. Um, and then finally I got one school that was awesome, Phenom, where I take her to. And it was working out great. She did, she was kicking butt. Yeah. She was, was she competing at all? Um, I had just signed her up for her first tournament. Yeah. When she quit. Yeah. Is that why she quit? Because she was no. Pressured? She she had a she had a competition, an in house competition, and she did well. Like she dominated the whole match, but lost by like a takedown because yeah. she didn't get the takedown. That was she was, good with uh, losing? Was she okay she with was it? Fine. She yeah. was sad that she didn't because she like I want to say with uh, about fifteen seconds left, she locks up a triangle. Yeah, like, go, she had, go, she's go. Like, but she couldn't finish it. She like couldn't reach her leg to uh, pull it in, and uh, you know she ended up losing by that one takedown. And she was like, "What? Like what? I don't understand. Like I was doing very well. I'm like, you did, you did amazing. Yeah. Like the takedown was all it was. Yeah. It was like you got taken down right off, like right off the whistle, mm-hmm. and you lost by those points. Whatever what was it, four points or two points? Mm. I was like, that was all you lost by. Yeah. Like, so don't be down on yourself. You did amazing. I was like, she couldn't, she couldn't tap you. She couldn't gain control. Like you put her in that triangle. Like you dominated from the bottom position. Yeah. And she was just like, you know, it's like okay. And um, and I was like, hey, in a couple more weeks, you have your comp, you know, your tournament. So she was excited about it. But we're driving one day and she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not having fun. Oh. And I was like, okay, like, you know, we're going to tell everybody today. And then we told everybody and they were like really sad. They're like, no, like, Delilah, what do you mean what you tell you? everyone? You told everyone at the, at at the, the JoJo? JoJo. Yeah. I was like, this is it. This is her last day. And they're like, one of her friends is like, but what about our competition? We're going to compete. And she's like, yeah. And she turns around. She's like, well, dad, I'll stay into I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, you, you have to stick to the. Oh. I'm like, you made a decision. Because she wanted to do uh, dance, she's been doing dance since she was one, or yeah. like almost like it was a, almost two. She almost turned two and she started doing dance, because um, they had like a little toddler class and she like loved it, excelled like she was doing really well. It was super cute, and then she started doing gymnastics and she wanted to compete in gymnastics. And they told us they were like, oh, "Okay, it's this much money." And then by the time we, it gets to it. It was drastically more expensive, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Look, she can't because we can't afford that." And um, so she was like, "Well, all right, like well, I still have jujitsu." And then we started doing jujitsu again, and she was like, I, "I'm not mm. fun. I'm not having fun." And then she, but she's sad about it. She's like, "I kind of want to go back, but not really right now." And I'm like, "Take your time." I was like, "Cause it's yeah. a commitment. You can always go back." Yeah. Look at me. I was like, I told her, I'm like, she's the one that got me to go back. Like, I always wanted to go back, but she was like, now that I'm here, like, yeah. like let's do it again. Let's do it together. I'm like, okay. That's really cool. Yeah, it was I, fun. I, it's one thing, in terms of parenting, I always think there's five things I want my daughter, even the son, same thing, I, I think are necessary for, for a child. You got to know more than one language. Mm-hmm. And they pick up languages so much quicker when they're younger. Yeah. If you try to learn, you start trying to learn Spanish in high school, you're fucked already. You're not going to learn shit. It's hard. If, yeah. if you don't have like a propensity for it, it's it's, t- it's So you got to start when they're before five. For, I want, I, she's got to do either like a water sport or like a, like skiing or surfing or something where she has some proficiency. She's okay in the water, right? Yeah. Swimming, surf. Um, I mean, I like, you know, skiing and shit and all that. 
that stuff so boring. But um, play an instrument, play some instrument, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. and then and then self defense. You got to learn some sort of like self defense because. I feel like every documentary and every series I see right now is just about children being kidnapped. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going <laughs> to let that happen. From, stay away from those documentaries. It freaks man. me it out, freak man. Out, bro. And then the all these, and then every girl I talk to is just, it's bananas. How many women have been assaulted and, and, and or raped and they themselves. can't, and they freeze. And I'm like, I gotta, you don't hear stories about jujitsu black belts freezing, you know? No, they, they boom, they're in action. Yeah. You know, like what's she's getting picked on in school right now by this boy. And she's like, I'm not going to put my hands on. I'm not going to do anything. And I'm like, sweetheart, I'm going to tell you this right now. Because she's like his little brother. She he tells his little brother, like, hey, hit, go hit her because he's tiny. Yeah. And she's like, what am I supposed to do to this little kid? I was like, next time his brother hits you, mm-hmm. choke him out. Yeah. She's like, what? I'm like, sweetheart, you cannot. Yeah. Allow people to put their hands on you. I'm like, no. I'm not promoting violence, but if they if choking coming, out isn't violence, by the way. Yeah, if they're coming at you, <laughs> choke them out. Stop them. Put yeah. them in an arm bar. Uh, maybe not stay away from the arm because then you'll <laughs> damage them. I was like, but you choke them out. If he passes out, he'll wake back up. He'll, he'll wake up. Right. He'll be fine. He'll yeah. have a cute little dream. Wake up. Yeah. You guys are friends again. Yeah. But um, that's maybe a fail on my part. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. You cannot. It, the amount of stories I hear about. Because kids, they don't realize how unconditionally parents love them. I mean, so we so kids just lie to their parents constantly. I don't want dad to be mad or mom to be mad. Yeah. I don't want them to feel worried. It's a so very kids will get bullied dynamic. or beat up, whatever, all through school without ever telling their parents because they, they think, well, oh. my parents will think it's my fault or my parents. So, so many stories of people who get bullied and beat up and tortured throughout elementary and high school, and they just never talk to their parents about it. Yeah. So I think it's... Um, I, I'm a big fan of telling your kid, like, yeah, you don't don't allow that. You don't allow that. Too many. I think there's been a history of too many women allowing men to be physically abusive with them, and and it, until it becomes get away routine, with it, yeah. yeah. And I told, like, I try to explain to her. I'm like, I understand that you don't want to. The little brother is little. I get it. He's yeah. like really little. Yeah. Uh, he's like in like TK or whatever. And I'm uh-huh. like, I get it. But you guys go to the same school, and you guys see them every day. And this other, and his brothers in your class. I'm like. Choke him out, yeah, and his little brother would be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm not touching." She just beat you up. <laughs> I'm like, he won't bother you no more. You know what I mean? But I had like I had to go to the school the other day and like talk to the principal, and I like the principal a lot. I'm like, look, man, I don't want to have a moment where I have to come up to the school and be like, call the other parents in because it's about to go down. Like, yeah, I don't want that yeah. ever to happen. So please, and he's like, principal was all over. He's like, no, no, no I'll take care of it, or whatever. Um, but my, I would say that I, <laughs> I think about it as a fail. But like I told her, I was like, "Look, you have to, uh, you have to uh, uh, defend yourself. Don't like, don't let these people pick on you, man. Not like, at, at all. all, dude. No way. I'm, I'm. For some reason, it's so important to me for her to. And I think probably because I do have my own podcast. I interview so many female comics and female people in show business. They all have stories about being. How do you get into comedy? Well, I was raped, and I'm like Jesus Christ. Fuck. I mean, literally. And I know this is really dark, but it just no, it's and it just makes me realize. And how many friends? Like, I, most of my best friends are women, and they just tell me stories about being assaulted and how they and people just don't realize the idea that people freeze and that women freeze out of yeah. fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. just go, if you can condition your child to be in a situation where freezing is not an option, because they have like 
you know, mechanistic sort of ways of reacting to things. It's yeah. just so f- important, particularly if you like just being kidnapped, like a, a guys grab. Like I think in a lifetime, someone will try to grab a girl. Yes, at and, least once. And I don't, I don't think people understand. Like I've been boxing, wrestling, doing martial arts. Even though boxing and wrestling is a martial art, but we don't think of it as traditional. Yeah. Um, but like I've been doing mar- since I was like eight. I've been doing that stuff. I still have moments of like a quick freeze. Sure, like, sure. Because I'm like, I'm not expecting it. I'm yeah, like, whoa, of course. Whoa, whoa. So I want to make sure I'm like, if I'm a trained person still having those uh, occasional moments yeah. of like, oh, what just happened? I can only imagine people who have nothing. Nothing. And they're just like, uh, what do I do? Do I run? And by that time you think like, should I run? It's, it's too late. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... You know, now that we went in a really dark, <laughs> let's talk about a fail that you've had as a parent oh, or boy. as, you know, with your parents on you. So, well, I mean, I just had something happen recently and uh, it's, I don't know how this is going to come out of my mouth because I haven't talked about it yet, <laughs> but uh, my daughter, my two-year-old lives in Austin with her mom. Yes. Me and the mom are obviously not together. We're co-parenting, which means I spend a lot of money to see my daughter, which is great. Uh, and we're, we're slowly getting along. We're slowly finding a routine. She's a great mom. She loves my daughter. So I'm very optimistic that, <laughs> that we're not going to end up in court. Right. It's not going to be acrimonious. I mean, her dad's a trial lawyer. She talks like a lawyer. So there's always the threat of massive litigation. So um, I... The mom was going, she's a producer. She was going to the, the Rome Film Festival for a film she's producing. So I was going to have my daughter for the first time for 10 days straight, oh. which I've never had her alone for that long. For that long. And um, and she says to me, when, when are you getting down? When are you getting down? I'm, I'm taking the 5.30 a.m. flight from L.A. to Austin. I'll get in. I'll drive straight there. She's like, hurry up. To, and she's being very officious. She's I'm leaving today. To, so I finally get to, to the apartment where she lives with the daughter. And, uh, and I'm rushing, I'm driving like a maniac uh, to get to the place, and no one's there. So I just see a purse and nothing else. I go, oh, the nanny must have taken my daughter Jupiter on a walk. So I'm just kind of hanging out in the apartment. Or someone kidnapped. <laughs> no, please, please, please. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's the middle of the night, it's fine. And then, and then all of a sudden, I hear the phone ring. And I'm like, okay, it must be the mom calling from Italy to check in. So I, I, oh, it's in the purse. So I pick up, hey, hung up. So I missed it. Just then, door opens. My daughter, Dada, comes running towards me. Hey. And I see baby mama's mom, who I had no idea was in town. Uh Uh-oh. Who I am not a huge (laughs) fan of. (laughs) She's probably also not a huge fan of me. Okay. Um, we haven't had, we haven't that had, that doesn't ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, the man who like left your daughter. Anyway. So, and, and my daughter hasn't seen me in a, an over a week at this point. Okay. Or like maybe it's been almost 10 days, which is like the longest I can go before I start having like a heroin junkie friggin' like withdrawals. So she's dad, dad, dad. I hug her in the mom's there. I'm like, I didn't know you're, you're going to be here. So, oh yeah, you know, Jenny needs some help. So I was, I was Okay. And then she sits down, and, and I'm kind of playing with Jupiter, just kind of reacquainting. We're playing games. And um, the mom's just sitting there, just kind of looking at us. Staring I'm like, at you. And I'm already just like, the hair's back. I'm just bristling up. I'm like, oh, Something's going on. I've had a long day. I had to get up at 4 o'clock. <laughs> go, you know, so I'm going, okay. And we're playing, Dada, come here. Look at, look at Minnie. Look at Goofy. And we're playing. Our mom's just sitting there. 
And then I had this cereal called Magic Spoon cereal. Yes. Do you know my- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very healthy cereal. Yeah, yeah. And oat milk. And I was going to eat some. And then she said, I want to eat cereal with you, Dada. So I started giving cereal. And then baby mama mama goes, that's too much sugar for her. Oh, boy. So I'm just like- Magic Spoon? So I just start like- You're cringing. Like you're looking at me and you're judging me and I'm just not- and then, meanwhile, there are cameras all around the house. Yeah. I take one of the cameras down because it's in the living room. And I'm like, I'm not going to have spied from Italy. This is not going to happen. And then her mom says, you got to put that camera back up. And I go, um, Mary, this is not between, this is between me and Jenny. It's not between you. So you can, you know, it's fine. Dad, dad, dad. The whole time my daughter's, she's, she's trying to, trying to yeah, and trying Mary to keeps engage. critiquing me. Oh, don't feed her that. You know, you got to keep those knives off, off the counter. She, she'll reach, she, so it's going on. 10 minutes, tw- half hour. And I go, Mary, are, are you, where are you staying? You have a hotel, right? Are you taking Jenny's car to the hotel? Because you're not, right? You're leaving. She goes, oh, yeah, I have a hotel. I was like, cool. 10 more minutes. You know, make sure that you put that camera back. And also, like, the sugar. And she keeps going on and on. And I'm just, I'm getting angry. And, and I go, it's building up. Finally, I go, Mary, I go, I just want to spend time with my daughter. I haven't seen her in over a week. I just, it just want to be me and her. It, it would, I would love it if, if you could leave. I didn't know how to say it politely. <laughs> like, how do you tell someone to get the fuck out politely? I, said, I just want to spend time with my daughter. And because because she's all over me. And if, if a week goes by, she doesn't see me. She gets, you know. And she goes, Oh, I'll leave, but you got to put that camera back up. I'm like, I'm not putting the camera up. That's between me and Jenny, not between you. And she goes, You went in my purse and took my phone? You went through my purse? And I go, I didn't know. It was, I go, Mary, I didn't know it was your purse. What do you think I'm going to do? Get, look for your AA. AARP card. <laughs> Why do you think I'm going to your purse? The phone rang. I knew it was Jenny looking for her daughter. She kept talking about the purse and the knives and the and the scissors and the. I was. I'm getting furious. And finally, said, "I'm going to leave or you're going to leave. What's going to be? Because I, 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 I'm I not going to be here with you just sitting here critiquing me. Yeah. as a dad. So is, she, uh, is, she, is the is the mom elderly, like in her 60s, 70s? She's in her 60s. Yeah, she's probably 65. Okay. Yeah. So she's not like an 80-year-old daughter and grandma. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, now at my age, I think 65 isn't that old. <laughs> Before I'm like, oh, she was an old 65-year-old bitch. But she was, no, she was, she's a pretty spry. She still works as a nurse. Um, but she talks in this very passive-aggressive, you know, make sure that I'm like, Ooh, the mm, passive-aggressive. And you're just getting like, I'm just getting angrier and angrier. And then finally. Those are my favorite people to hate. And then Jenny, and then the mom's calling from Italy and she's like, put those cameras back. Da-da-da, don't be rude to my mom on speakerphone in front of my daughter. And I'm like, our daughter can hear this. I don't want to have a fight, Jenny, please. And I'm trying to be, I'm just holding it together. And then I finally like snapped. And I said, I said, I go, I go, you and your entire family are a bunch of psychos. You got to back off. And she was like, oh, well, that's a rude thing to say. I'm, well, I'm like, I'm telling you, you and your daughter are psychos. You got to back off. Like, let, like, Mary, just go home. Everything's going to be fine. Well, I mean, I, but the camera, you left it, and I, I'll take my time. And I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to go. I go, I can't be here with you. I'm going to go. And I'm, at this point, I'm keeping it together. I start walking out of the door, and it's one of those things that, yeah, God, you just like imprinted in your brain. My daughter starts running at me. Dada, dada, don't leave. Oh, no. And like grabs my thigh, and I'm going like, oh, my God. It's like the worst thing you can imagine. Like she's oh, crying, like, dada, man. don't leave. I'm like, I'm just going to go. F- Go away. I'll see you tomorrow. It's been a week. Don't worry. No, Daddy, don't leave. I'm going to the door. She's like trying to stop me from the door. 
And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm trying to like be so, and mom's like, what do you mean? And then finally, um, I get some space from the daughter. I get my stuff. And then I just say, yeah, I, I don't get to see my daughter tonight because you're a passive aggressive bitch. And I, I never wow. speak to elders wow. like that and definitely know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I left and I just remember leaving, just feeling everything about that was That's just deep. awful. My, so now, Baby mom was like, you're banned from the house. You can't come back. I mean, she's very emotional. So that I know yeah. that will change. <laughs> the mom is like, you're rude and you're da da da. da. You act like a child. And she's and baby the grandma, there, like, baby don't, mama. Don't, don't judge Bill. No, she, the, she, <laughs> we, we got, we got through it. We got through it. And I, you know, it, it took a minute though. You I know? believe it, it. It took a while to, because she was basically like, go back to LA. I don't want you here. I'll get someone else to take care of Jupiter. And I was like, just apologize, Bill. Just apologize. Just apologize. Just apologize. <laughs> You're not the wrong, but just apologize. Just apologize. Because I, what I want to say is like, why the fuck didn't you tell me your mom was here? You know I don't like your mom. Your mom doesn't like me. Wouldn't you at least prepare me for yeah, that? I think there's. I think some warning should have happened. Absolutely should have happened. Maybe a note or a text, something. You're, you're looking at me like I was completely in the wrong with this. And I probably was. But at the same time, <laughs> I... I don't want to excuse, but I just hadn't slept. I want to see my daughter. My daughter's all her energy to me, and I just hear. No, you were for forty-five minutes, and I'm losing my mind. I've never snapped. I can't imagine the last time I've snapped. Well, I snap all the time, but I can't imagine the last time I slapped at someone that was sort of that integral to my life. I thought you were going to be like, I put her in a kimura, broke her, she's done. And I'm like, oh no, Bill, chicken winged her now. It was uh, it was pretty, <laughs> and then you know we're we were fine the next day. Me, me, and the, me I came back and handed her off at like eight in the morning the next morning, and um, and we were fine because she they're both bipolar, so it's you know <laughs> she acknowledges that she I had a moment like when I slip like that when I get mad like that it it, it stay it lingers with me for a long time yeah that that person is now. Not a friend. They're an yeah. enemy for a while. But some people they snap and then they're like, "So you want to get breakfast? You want to have lunch, or you want to go?" And I'm like, "How yeah, did you just? Buddy. How did you come back?" That's just something women can do that men I get can't it. really do I get as well. It. No, that's. The, I would say that it is a fail in the sense that you failed to communicate. But I want to blame the baby mom at this point. How are you going to leave grandma there and not tell you? And I also lost my temper in front of my daughter, which oh, okay. is something you never want to do. Yeah, you never want to because because kids are so intuitive and they absorb everything. They absorb it all. They're emotional sponges. So even if you think you're being quiet, if you think you're being Whatever you you have some distance from her, they she catches she was catching it. You could tell her anxiety level was yeah. So I added to her anxiety, which just as a dad, you just never want to do. Oh, I've downloaded a lot of negative things out to my kids because I blow up at times. I'm yeah. like, what is going on? Like I get it. Yeah, I do that all the time. Like I I yell at my dog. Like we just got a new dog, a uh-huh. uh, new rescue, and he's a maniac. He's like because <laughs> we had two French bulldogs who were super chill and calm. Oh yeah, like, slept all the time. And this is a bulldog, and he kind of like, he's much bigger than them, and he like wants to jump on you because he thinks he's their size. I'm like, you are not <laughs> 15 to 25 pounds. He is a 55. I came home from jujitsu, like I have a picture on my Instagram. I came home from jujitsu, he jumped in my, like, pick me up, daddy. Because uh, I was the one that went to the place to adopt him. So like, I got him, and he's like, pick me up, pick me up, pick me up, hug me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. And he just wants me to hold him, and he's a maniac, he's so huge. And every now and then, like I lose it, 
And I'm like, why are you doing? And my kids look at me like, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that's, I think as a dad, other than like having your kid get injured because of negligence or something like that, the biggest fail, I think, is really losing your shit around your kid. Yeah, Bill, you know? Bill Burr talks about that. Like, he talks about, like, he, like, was in the kitchen. And he was just screaming. And his daughter was like, it's okay, Dad, And I'm like, oh, my God. That's so brutal. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to handle that, man. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's a good one, man. I appreciate your story there, Bill. And before we go on a quick break, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Because you need to see this guy. Um Wherever he goes to perform, where so they can find you on Instagram at Bill Dawes B I L L D A W E S on Instagram. And I guess I'm on TikTok too. I don't really look at it. <laughs> TikTok is a tough one. Well, man. you know what I did? I I I I outsourced my social media to the Philippines because I just didn't want to do, do it. it. <laughs> I get it. I didn't want to look. I didn't want to compare myself. I didn't want all these people going look what I'm doing. And I just said, here, you take over my shit. What you, you curate, you post. I mean, I still get on it, obviously, yeah. but I, I haven't been on TikTok. For some reason, TikTok was even worse and more invasive, more like termites in the brain than, than Instagram for me. It just was everything's a quicker and faster. And I can't. It's hard for me to get. I, you know, I know I need to do it as far as like that's it's what's expected of you now. Yeah. Um, but I, it's oh, it's so frustrating. There's a there's a comic. I can't think of his name. He's in New York, and he refused. And he is murdering the scene right now. He's still not on Instagram? Not on Instagram, not on TikTok, not on wow. t- none of it. Face, I don't even think he has Facebook. I'm not sure. But I know that he's not, like, he doesn't promote himself that way. He's like, I'm doing it old school. And if they don't like it, fuck them. And, like, he got picked up by, like, CAA or something. Jesus like, Christ. He's killing it. But he's a murderer on the, on the mic. Yeah, so. you'd have to be. Yeah. But anyway... Guys, that's where you can find Bill. We're going to be back in a few minutes, but I want you to make sure to send us your fails so we can make fun of them. And that's going to be the next segment that we get into. That's my favorite part where we make fun of the fails that you guys send in or ones that I found on the internet and um, get to find out how crazy other motherfuckers are in the parent verse. So <laughs> send in your parents and fails to bad good parents. It's BGP at IamCharlesGreaves.com. That's BGP at I am Charles Grease, and we'll be back with Bill Dawes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the Bad Good Parent. I am still here with my friend Bill Dawes, who is, you know, actor extraordinaire. You've seen him in Sex and the City. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, make sure to check him out when he comes to your town, or he'll, you know, put you in a Kimura or. Mm. Have you had those, by the way? Have you had those, like, little in- back and forth? Instagram or Facebook or little fights where people troll you and then you just kind of you kind of go I will come come meet me <laughs> <laughs> you know what um, I've never I've ne- I never let it get that far I'm just like oh good for you and I like walk away yeah 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 so I'm like I just I can't do it with some of you people I had one in a, a boxing forum and this guy was like uh, my friend Natasha, who's it was like her page, she was like telling him, she's like, hey man, like, don't mess with that dude. Like, he boxed for years. He sparred with, you know, some of the greatest fighters ever. Like, he can fight, like, leave him alone. And he's like, man, I fight, I've done this, I've done this. And look at these videos or whatever. And I'm just like, man, he's like really, re- like, really asking for it. So I kind of like conceded. I was like, all right, man, you win, it's cool. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to fight you or whatever. He's like, that's right, you a bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dude, like, it's fine. Um, but I've never like, I've never seen that dude. Like I like 
that's the thing with these people on the internet. Like they think that they're super tough, and I'm like, you, you, if you want that win, you can have that win. Yeah. Because just know that when we see each other in person, it's going to be a different story. It always is. Yeah. And it always is. Yeah. And I, so I've never seen that dude, but another dude that I saw in in like he was like uh, this was like before social media. We were in college. And we were at a bar. An article had come out about me in the paper about, uh, you know, because uh, I won the Golden Gloves. And he was like, um, he's like, oh, man, he's super drunk. And he's like, oh, I was, and I was there to pick up my girlfriend at the time. And she was like, uh, with her friends, I was driving her car and she was in the back or whatever. And he's like, Charles, like, I saw the article. This is dude I know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. And he's like, I didn't know you. He's like, Nobody out here know how to fight. You don't know how to fight. And he punched me. In the face? Yes. But it was like such a like a garbage. Was it like sh- a punch like I'm playing around or he's like, I'm showing you. He was like, I want to see what he you was got. Drunk. Yeah, yeah. And he was super drunk. And I hit him really quick. Like, bam, bam. He goes down. And then he gets up. He's like, yeah, you can fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of great. <laughs> and I was like, well, at least you're a good sport about it. I just Broke up, broke broke open your face, but I was like, "All right, like that's cool." But now let's get. <laughs> now that we talked about enough fighting, yes, let's talk about some fails that we got from the internet. And Bill, feel feel free to make fun of these motherfuckers because they're crazy. They send these stories in, so we know what you know. What we know what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So my kid is one of those literal kids. Everything I tell her, she takes it literally. I could tell her to take a hike, and she would look for the nearest hill, uh, the nearest hiking trail. I like your kid. Yeah. I like your kid. He's taking taking yeah. instructions very well. Let's go outdoorsy. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, we flew from New York to Florida to visit my parents. It was uh, it was my daughter, my one year old son, my husband, and myself. If you've ever flown with kids, you know what a terrible ordeal this can be. Needless to say, the flight lived up to that standard. All right, I get it. Flying with kids is the worst. Yes. It is the absolute worst. And when, when, hey, when you guys see us on planes with babies, can you give us a pat on the back? Come on, like, stop hollering at me, man. Yes. I didn't do this. Let me tell you something. I used to, I, when I was on planes and baby, I was like, oh, fucking baby. Now that I have a kid and I hear baby crying, I'm like, Aww. Yeah, you're like, I feel I have, free. And I, t- I always say something to parents. I'm like, don't worry about it. Great. Like you can congratulations. You can feel some way inside, but understand that the parent is going through whatever you're thinking. Ten times worse. Ten times worse. Yeah. So just be like, hey man, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, cause we're not doing it on purpose. Yeah. Like, you don't think we could put if we could put our kids under the plane, we wouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> like we would totally do it. If you get mad at a baby for crying on a plane, you go kill yourself. You get yeah. just you're done. All right. So uh the baby was screaming the entire flight. And my six-year-old daughter wanted to roam the aisle. And my husband and I spent most of the time pretending like we had no idea why our kids were behaving. Like, like, I don't know why this, this is just, I don't know. Uh, So we finally arrived at my parents' house and my son was still losing his mind. My daughter demanded an explanation as to why her brother was screaming. And I told her that his ears needed to pop. Okay, that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. You get on the plane. So she took a pin. Yeah, well, is that what happened? Well, she explored my mother's sewing kit. Oh no! Found the biggest needle she could, and then she attempted to pop her brother's ears so that he was no longer in pain. Wow. Okay, here. First of all, (laughs) we need to pause for a second. Why? Okay. How old is this girl? 
she has access to the mother's sewing kit. So she's unsupervised. Six, she's six year old daughter. Six year old. So she took out a pen. With a, I guess at six years old, you give them a little bit of leeway. A little bit. Yeah. She took out the pen. She tr- at what point do you go? <laughs> How close did she get to doing it? Ah, uh, man. Did she actually do it? Uh, let's see. Um, well, she explored her mother's sewing kit and found the biggest needle she could, and she then attempted to pop her brother's ears <laughs> so that he was no longer in pain. So shout out to the little kid because she was like, I just don't want my brother to be in pain. I get it, yeah. Um, or she's a sociopath. Or she's One a of sociopath. the two. Yeah. Uh, she is the queen of being, she said capitalization, she's the queen of being literal. We've nicknamed her literally. That's funny. But. <laughs> and her brother's nickname is Deaf Boy. He is now deaf in his left <laughs> ear. Um, how close did she get? I yeah, like there's some missing there's some missing elements. Because maybe she just took the pin out and said, Mama, I'm going to. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, yeah. attempt, like, was she actually like. Yeah, she said attempting. So I'm guessing she got there. She's leaving out crucial details. <laughs> I think she's doing that on purpose. Yeah. She's like, I don't want y'all to know how fucked up I am as a parent. <laughs> Like, I saw it happen and was like, yeah, shut that motherfucker up. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a shot. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work. Uh, I don't know. Pop his ear. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty. Yeah. I mean, look, but this little girl had her heart in the right place. She didn't want her brother to be in pain anymore. Let Uh me pop his ear. You know, shout out to her for knowing pop in that sense. Like, like I got to pop. Like, what is she popping? Bubbles? Normally with needles, like, around the house? Like, the mom, I feel like the mom... Is leaving out crucial details mm. because she's done stuff in front of her daughter for her daughter to pick up this type. Like it was that quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. It seems like a lot. She got to the sewing kit. She got the needle out. Then she was had access to the little baby brother. I guess. Yeah, he's still in this. Like, did you not change his diaper? Like, what's going on? And also, siblings are always trying to murder other siblings. You gotta like. <laughs> Yeah, keep your eyes out. I've heard so many stories of like kids, like I try to suffocate my my, oh my two year old brother when I was three. I I found out later. My sister put a needle in my drink while oh, I was <laughs> while I was sipping it out of a straw, and I got it stuck in my throat. Oh, God, I don't know why that freaks me out so much. Yeah, we oh. did some crazy ass shit when we were kids, man. <laughs> she put a needle in my drink. That shit went right up the straw down my throat, and my mom like. Well, she didn't know what to do, so she just started beating me. She, she was like, I'm going to beat that needle out of you. I'm going to beat the needle out of you. And I, I did. I coughed it up. And I was like, oh, wow. why are you hitting me? She's like, I couldn't think of what else to do. I'm like, so your first act reaction is to hit me? Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. maybe stick your finger down my throat. Oh, like, God. God. I don't know why this is making me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her first instinct was like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And I was like, all right, well, fuck it then, man. Uh, Bill, it's been such a good time hanging with you, having yeah. these conversations about choking people out <laughs> and, on more than one occasion with yeah. needles or your yeah. arms. A lot of choking in this in this podcast. <laughs> um, tell the people one more time where they can find you. Okay. When does this come out? Uh, I'm not even sure. Yeah, man. I'm sure. Well, I will say this. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Bill Dawes. Check out Lawmen Bass Reeves on Paramount Plus, the new Taylor Sheridan series. Boom. I'll be on some episodes of that. And, uh, and if you're in Vegas, November 13th through the 19th for F1, I'll be at the Tropicana Laugh Factory headline. 
Ooh, there we go. Bill's always, you're always in Vegas, dude. You do Vegas a lot. Not really. I, not anymore? I, I used to do three times a year. Yeah. Like headline three times a year. And then it was two a year, and now it's like one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Guys, send in your parents and fails to BGP at IamCharlesGreaves.com. Let us make fun of your fails. Please do not include incriminating names because I'm not trying to sift through that shit no more. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I always have to put that warning out there because there's always that one dude or one lady is like, I'm a I'm gonna put this like everyone's gonna know now. Like, I'm not gonna read names, so don't do all that. Um, but send us in your fails. BGP at IamCharlesGreaves.com. Find me on Instagram at IamCharlesGreaves. Follow, like, and subscribe. You guys have been great. Thanks for turning tuning in to the Bad Good Parent. We'll see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.